0: With Sam. And Joe. This is episode 289 for May 30th, 2020. This week, we talk about jean jackets, getting married in a freezer, simulating flavors, Chromatica, vehicle documents, and stuffed crust pizza. So stick around for... The show!
1: One, two, three, clap. So, newsflash, Joe just told me that he had to write down his Cheese of the Week this week, so maybe his Cheese of the Week this week is, in fact a cheese it is a cheese oh my do you want God. me to do it now no 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 no. we have to we have to um keep the listeners on their toes, right oh okay
0: because sure. that's, that's what not? they come
1: here for right they they come here to just
0: for the cheese of the week and then they leave right Isn't for the, the cheese of well yeah that's why we put it at the end that's right. why our favorite things which are always great mm-hmm. rice cooking and such, mm-hmm. are at the end curtains it's a nail biter of a podcast. You could say, you know, we're super interesting. Um, how are you? I'm doing all right. You know,
1: given the circumstances of how the world's burning currently, how are you doing?
0: I'm okay. Give it. Well, you know, I've been battling my brain a Honey, lot, but have you tried training it? I have. Uh, who was, was that? Lumosity. It wasn't even lumosity, wasn't it? it, was, I, it maybe or it was. luminosity. It was lumosity. The fact like that they we, took out a whole syllable and they thought I'd be dumb enough not to know. Do you know? Yeah. And there the fact fact respect. We, the fact that we never got a sponsorship, that's why we stopped mentioning them. Didn't they go down the tube? Aren't they done? I wouldn't be surprised. That Sometimes I think about the acting in those commercials and it's still like, like I'm, okay. It keeps me, you up at night still? Me, flat in bed, mm-hmm. 3 a.m. Eyes shoot open mm-hmm. and I just think of that one woman in the Lumosity commercial talking about training her fucking brain and I don't sleep for days honey you haven't slept for years I you've been I cursed so bad quarantine's got me like like I mean I already worked at home but now it's like I don't even know what it is I don't even know what day it is right everything's like, blending together it's it- getting to me and we talked about like it's getting it's that point where it's hot and it's humid I don't like going outside. I get super depressed, like anxiety. You know what I mean? Just it's awful. I hate summer. I'm. I was talking to I have to get the... married in summer. Right. Well, I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. I do for insurance. What? <laughs> <laughs> America, Sam. America's dictating when I can get married based on insurance renewals. I mean, okay. I mean, well, I mean, you can get you can get married in a
1: very you can get married in a walk in freezer. In the summer. I Wouldn't would, that
0: help? Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be like Do you the best? Think, I wonder if there would be a place that would let me get married in their walk-in freezer and then lock me in it. <laughs> Honey, that, I've been trying to get you locked in a freezer for years. <laughs> like t- early Tomb Raider games. Everyone locked the butler in the freezer. Is that what happened? Yes. Uh. You got to walk around in Lara's mansion and you always lock the butler in the freezer. Eat the rich. Eat the fucking rich! I bet you were jealous of that
1: butler being in that freezer. And,
0: oh, honey, honey, what a way to die! You know what a way he would just like shake his tray of china and moan. <laughs> wow, you knew what he was doing in there. I knew you <laughs> uh, knew. Honey, is that what we're calling this day? Shaking his china? Shaking his? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but you could shake it his teapot.
1: Mmm. Get oh, yeah. it warm. Yeah, rubbing his little missus teapot. There's his handle. There's his spout. Honey, that's a f- very frozen spout. If you ask me, what <laughs> is? Wow, we're really,
0: uh, really frozen. S- cum. are you saying this slowly so I can understand <laughs> it, or are you just? No, you- I'm. I, I'm processing it in my head because that's where we win with being in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't want to think about those kinds of popsicles, honey. I don't think anyone does. Actually, I'm sure someone's into it. Act- oh, should, should we, I? I shouldn't. I, should I yuck have here, read things about ice cubes. I mean, ice cube. We've talked about ice cubes and buttholes. I mean, I, you know, I don't remember need a, specifically this, that, but I'm sure this, we have. This episode needs a reset button. We <laughs> Honey, need to hit it right now. As you, the would abort say, button. as you would say, it's
1: a cultural reset. Only it's the podcast and we just we delete need, the podcast. We need a cultural reset in this episode already. Honey, we need a cultural reset in culture in general. Uh, I would agree with that. Um, uh, we, usually we try to keep the podcast as lighthearted as possible, but Joe and I decided that it would be um, unwise to not mention the shit that's happening in Minnesota right now and the murder well, of George unlike, Floyd.
0: I've, we've kind of... We're beyond the point where silence is complicity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, and it's irresponsible the world, to be silent. Yeah. Um, anyway, continue. Sorry.
1: Oh, I was just going to say that... Um. If you aren't paying attention to the news, you should. Um, If you aren't outraged, you should. And if you have um, uh, extra cash floating around, you should um, help support the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Um, You can go to minnesotafreedomfund.org slash donate. Um, I heard through the grapevine that they're receiving a bunch of donations, so many that they're um, trying to... Tell people to go elsewhere um, for organizations that need support. I don't know which organizations those are, but they have it on their website. So either donate to the Minnesota Freedom Fund or or donate to um, wherever the Minnesota Freedom Fund directs you to to support this um, in- incredible injustice that's happening in the the Black community that has been happening forever, but it's just fucking horrible. So that's um, what they I mention. Have to say
0: about it. Black Visions Collective, Reclaim the Block north star health collective which is medics Mm -hmm. um i saw some people donating to the aclu in minnesota um so those are a few options uh Um, but yeah pay attention to the news yeah pay attention to what's going
1: on with our our black brothers and sisters because it's absolutely horrifying and um we all need to help out in any way we can so and like Educate yourself.
0: You educate know what I mean? yourself. Google. Yes, absolutely. There's so many Black voices online. We need to seek them out if we haven't already, and we need to we need listen, to listen, and stand with them. Be vocal with them. You know, like this is not an isolated incident, right? Do you know what it's, I mean? Like there's the list the going around, right? There's the list of just the ones that are that have been famous. The the Black people who have died just recently, right. who happened to get in the news for it. Right. Um murdered, shouldn't say just died. Yeah, murdered. murdered. Um as you
1: know, it's just it's beyond. Right. It's beyond. And and not doing anything or turning a blind eye or um being silent about it is like Joe said, even more than complicity or, or complacency. It is um you're part of the problem if you're not raising right. your voice. Yeah. Um, Don't just stop at donating you know, right.
0: Join. Yeah. Join know. in and ask how you can help. And so. I'm not the best. At, I don't f- ever feel like I'm the best at communicating things verbally. Yeah. You me know? I'm horrible. I mean, which is ironic because we have a podcast. Right. Well, I <laughs> mean, if you listen to it, you know, we are not the best at communicating verbally. Honey, English. How do you do that? I, don't I feel like I'm better at using it on Twitter. You right. know, use what you have. Right. And what you're best at and the ways that you have, that you are able to communicate and help. Yeah, use you know? whatever platform you have to lift up
1: those who are suppressed. So anyway. There you go.
0: Um, so so we may, you know, there's things we may talk about in the future. Mm-hmm. But we wanted and we'll to talk about them. Yeah, we will and, talk about them.
1: And we wanted to make sure to mention in this podcast because we feel like that it is extremely important to not be silent on this issue. So, right. And George um, Floyd is just... The latest, yeah, just and, the latest out of many, yeah. Um, in lighter news, not that you know to overshadow everything, but there's other things that we're going to talk about, and one of those things is Lady Gaga's new album Chromatica. Have you listened? Have you heard the gays online roar? Have they? Have um, you? Have, oh, are you? Don't are say you, roar, Katy oh, Perry. Oh, sorry, took that sorry, word. sorry, That's the trigger word. I'm so sorry, uh. I triggered you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um bad bad word play, bad bad word choice of on that on that part. I'm sorry.
0: Uh I haven't heard it. I heard rain. We talked about rain, rain on me or off of me. Rain on me. Rain on me mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. And I've heard Sour Candy, because mm-hmm. I needed to hear what she did with K-pop. And, and what, what did she do with K-pop, Joe? She let K-pop do its thing. I'll say that. Okay. K-pop has a very specific sound in that they take voices and they destroy them <laughs> they they make it as inorganic as physically possible it sounds there are the vocals in so many girl group songs are compressed to death all the mm-hmm. bass is taken out it's a high freq. they leave an only high frequency it's until it's like a hum it literally sounds like um, like, microphone feedback sometimes. But it's, like, flattened. <laughs> it's auto-tuned, pitch-corrected to the point where it's just, like, there's no life. Right. Do you it's, know what it, I mean? I mean it's, it it physically hurts my yeah. ears. Mm-hmm.
1: So it, and and, and I, I noticed that in Sour Candy where you have Gaga's vocals and then you go... Because, obviously, you know, Gaga's producer did not do the vocals for Blackpink. They probably recorded that shit in Korea and they had their vocal team, you know,
0: tuned well, it... I'm as sure no one else, no one's allowed to hear them sing live. I'm sure. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sure it's it's one of the, that's the like the South last Korean laws that you can. That's break. the last check mark. Like when you sign to a company to be in a mm-hmm. girl group or a boy group, mm-hmm. the last thing you have to be good at is singing. Right. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's bottom but of the list. It. I. I caught myself kind of singing it this morning, having <gasps> it. A I know. song that you're. I didn't. Potentially I don't, into. I didn't, well, I don't think I'm into it. Okay. I think we, it's we just, won't go that it's far. It's an earworm. It's a, definitely an earworm. Okay. Um I don't know. I but I didn't listen to the rest of the album. Okay. Cuz I don't like I love love Gaga. Love mm-hmm. what she does. Love her shtick, mm-hmm. And love her activism. But, but it's just not for you. I don't like music. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. And she's a musician. Mhm. That's and our so you're kind of, just, that's It's just our, not
1: your your frozen cup of tea.
0: Right. That's a, that's where the dead end is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's music. where you, you stop. The music, the artistic vision so, of it. have you listened to the I whole ha- album? I have listened to Chromatica, and it is, in fact, an album with songs. Oh, I saw your tweet that said it was an album. Yeah,
0: it's an album. If you didn't know, Chromatica is an album of songs. How would you compare it on the Gaga lineup um, of uh, of discography? Well, let me preface this with the fact that I was
1: expecting, because I really enjoyed art pop. I thought that art pop was very forward thinking in the sounds, in the sound department, in the instrumental, okay. in the lyrics. I thought that art pop was very, um, it sounded fresh. It sounded new. So I was expecting more of that, which is probably my first mistake that I made, was expecting something. Um, and then it, it's nothing like art pop. Um, and it's, it's, if I were to describe the sound of Chromatica, it's kind of a mix between like 90s house and like 2008 EDM. Um, it's something I wasn't expecting at all, but I guess what I'm just so kind of- she's con- going back. Yeah, she's going back, 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 back again. Um, which was confusing for me because I thought that the- artistic vision because everything that I was reading and and seeing about Chromatica was very like futuristic robotic. So I was thinking it was going to be more kind of futuristic sounding a la art pop. And so it was confusing to me that kind of the, the visionary and the visuals of Chromatica as a concept was more futuristic. Whereas the sound was kind of giving me nineties house. And so that's, um, kind of where i was confused a little bit i don't think the album's bad but i don't think it's her best work to put it that way but the thing is is like I, I mean i i only listened to the album all the way through once it just came out yesterday it you know music always takes time to like get into you so maybe i'll warm up to it um but like i don't know i give it like a 6.5 out of 10 oh that's know. very mediocre I I don't know. The the thing is is like it, it it's probably just not for me. Like it's it's not it's not a bad album. I don't think it's a bad album at all. I I think that it's a good album, but I I I think I'm just the genre of music from Chromatica isn't my favorite. I'm not very into 90s house or like 2008 EDM. Like I'm not really into the genre and the the vision of the the sound of the album. It's just not something that I'm usually listening to on a regular basis. It's not something that I like dance to um it's just not my not my favorite genre of music and so i think that's probably why it's i'm i'm more kind of flat about it it's just because i i think the sound isn't for me but the gays on twitter are fucking living for it like i mean you know lady gaga could shit a rotten egg and they'd live for it but i don't think this is even a rotten egg i think it's you know i i think it's just not for me but um yeah the the gays love it the gays can have it run with it what does it. tony
0: bennett think
1: i don't i don't know i think tony bennett's probably um, I don't think that he pushed his life alert for this. I think that he he um he was very calm about this and probably um, doesn't even know it got released. To be quite is honest, is he shocked
0: he's not on it. Um,
1: I don't know. Although I do, I did really. I mean, I like I I'm a jazz nerd. I like jazz a lot, so I really have enjoyed the stuff that Gaga and and Tony Bennett have done in the past because it's kind of swing and jazzy and it's different. But no, he's not on this album. She does have a track with Elton John. Um, and everyone was expecting the track with Elton John to be like a piano ballad because Elton John, but no, it's like a pop track. It's like a, like an EDM pop track. And I, I think that their voices together, I think that Gaga's voice and, um, Elton John's voice mesh really well together. So that is one of my, I think it's one of my top tracks on the album is, is their, um, track. And I forgot the name of the track currently, cause I don't have the track list pulled up, but no, so she has, you know, she has that song with Blackpink and then she has that song with Elton John. What combinations? Also, I think it's funny that, like, the song with Blackpink is the shortest song that isn't an interlude on the album. It's, like, two verses and then it's done. It I think that's seemed,
0: that's It's definitely seemed repetitive from what I heard. mm mm-hmm. um, but, but I, that I is, like but like, I like I said, the, that's all I heard.
1: You know, I, I like the, the attempt of, like, reach across the you know aisle to k-pop land i i like that, oh you, know, you mean
0: reaching into other fan bases mm-hmm, trying to grab trying some of the to, the, the power sorry, of I the k-pop very, fan <laughs> i very rarely like even when i enjoyed music back in the day back in the day I when very, music wasn't horrifying to joe I very rarely enjoyed collaborations. Right, right, right. Like someone featuring someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I was just like, it, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it's so jarring, and the voices don't work. Right, and it's just, I don't know, you know. But it does it say work. something when a when a Western pop artist features a K-pop act
1: in the in a in an album. It's not even a, you know. I mean, I don't. To be honest, I don't think that it deserved to be uh, to be on the album. I don't think it meshes very well. I, but the fact that it's on an album is like it says a lot that a mainstream big pop artist like Lady Gaga featured Blackpink on their album. I think it it says a lot about kind of the power of K-pop and how it's infiltrating kind of Western audiences more and more. Um, Because like you wouldn't see that sort of shit five ten years ago. Like you would not expect anything like that. So I think that's a it's a welcome
0: surprise to bring. Well, she toured with she had Crayon Pop on her tour. Oh, yeah. That's Several a, oh years my ago. God. Remember yeah. Crayon Pop? Oh, honey. Never forget Crayon Pop. I, 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 you're, we're probably they the one people helmets. that ever forgot. They danced in helmets. Mm-hmm. That's who they were.
1: Um, so, Joe, how many times do you think you're going to listen to um,
0: Sour Candy before you throw your phone? Oh, the window? I've, I never again, probably. Not but that I don't stu- want But it's to. stuck in there. Well, t- just the word Sour Candy was. I don't remember the rest of it. Oh, okay. It made me miss K-pop a little bit. Oh, like um, longing for the past. Well, in the Discord, people have been posting some like 80s, 90s K-pop remixes. Oh. And I'm like, oh, this is breathing some life into some stuff. But I don't know. I don't. It's it's hard to get on board. K-pop's a problematic industry. The music industry in general is a problematic industry. Right. It's hard to it's hard to look at and listen to and you know, things happen that really turn me off. And
1: that's the thing. Like the K-pop industry in particular is rough. And once you um, learn about all of the horrible shit that happens in the K-pop industry, the eating disorders, the, you know, essentially slave labor that they, you know, put these groups into um, it's hard to get that taste out of your mouth. So I don't blame you for being like, I don't, you know, for kind of not wanting to to dip your toe in the K-pop Lake anymore, because once you know too much, it's hard to go back. Well,
0: and then all my favorite groups, you know, stopped. Yeah, that that probably helped with you. I not get all, out of K-pop. Yeah, the new generation. I enjoy. I like Red Velvet still, mm-hmm. but I'm not a I'm not a once. Don't hate me. <laughs> You're not which a once. A twi- that's a honey. Twice fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is so stupid for Blackpink. Ugh. I well. I you know it's a. It is a beast. Yeah, that's a good As Alyssa to Edwards would say, yeah, to, beast. to be into it, yeah.
1: Um, so my question for you is, when we do lower you into the ground six feet under, what song do you want to be playing as your casket is getting lowered into the
0: ground? I went Death March from Star Wars. <laughs> I've always wanted it. Do you know what I really want right now? I really want to be lowered into a hole in the ground just to deal with myself mm-hmm. for a month and i want someone to lower down like a bucket of spaghettios to me like twice a day okay and just like no communication and just like come get me come get me in a month see if i'm see if i'm ready it sounds like that you would be interested in like an old fashioned um
1: 1950s nuclear bunker
0: probably they had a whole lot of um old silos uh, missile silos in Arkansas, around oh, yeah. where I lived. Yeah, hey, it's Arkansas. I bet the
1: property value isn't very high. I'm sure you could get the no um, a, a nice missile silo trade, for like a couple bucks. Just trade a couple goats. That, well, that's the thing. Sparter. So maybe, maybe, um, instead of getting a new new apartment in the D.C., you and Justin should invest in a old
0: missile silo in Arkansas. Sorry about this helicopter, by the way. Trump's going to play golf. So. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear it uh-huh just yeah instead of addressing the people
1: about you know riots and and violence sure. and anger he's gonna go play well games.
0: no he's addressing them he's encouraging violence oh that's right but that's right anyway uh what was the question oh just which which song would be oh oh yeah it would march. be death march I, I always wanted a a uh like a funeral on an ice skating rink like when i was younger and extra now i don't really want anything to happen oh, i'm not even sure not I not want... extra now well, now I don't even know if I want people told that I died. Just oh, okay. don't tell. Just let's just move on. Do you feel Do you embarrassed? I mean? Would you feel embarrassed, embarrassed. if you
1: died? <laughs> I'm so
0: embarrassed. I am so. I don't want anyone dead. to know that I died. I'm so embarrassed. No, I think I think if there's not like a, a party or something, we should just it's I feel kind of like I feel with weddings. Mm-hmm. All of these major life events that I don't want to celebrate mm-hmm. mine or yours. <laughs> Yes. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'll get you a gift. For
1: my, for, uh, when I die, for my funeral? For your wedding and your funeral. Oh. Just don't make me do anything else. Yeah. You can just like send me a $20 Amazon gift card through email
0: for See, both. That's the ticket, though. So a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to go to your wedding. And then they throw like the most extravagant wedding ever. Right. But I think it's only fair. Like, I don't want to go to your wedding. I don't, But I'm not going to have a big wedding either. Right. Honey, I do you think go I'm to your get funeral. married? No. Yeah, see, wishful thinking <laughs> over here, Joseph. <laughs> There's plenty of time for you, ravioli. You're only, Honey, I don't know, 25? Time's ticking. Every minute goes by
1: and I haven't trapped a man yet. Late 20s for me. Well, I think you need Late to write a book. Late 30s for Justin. You need to write a book, t- The Ten Steps to Trap a Man. Because you did it, girl. I don't yeah. know how. I need the book on it. He gets brand name paper towels. I got
0: brand name paper towels today. Thanks, Stimulus Package. We'll put that on your fucking grinder or whatever. Can't, Can't afford go for that. bounty. Yeah. Oh, my you God. You have no idea. The bait, the, <laughs> the fish that'll nibble on that, honey. Honey, nibble, nibble. Mm, bounty paper towels. Mm. Anyway, speaking of nibbling. Oh, great. Where are we going with this? No, this is interesting. Did you see? I'm sure you did because it was all over Reddit. Mm. Uh, which I don't use anymore. I open it like once every three days, then I'm over it. That's probably enough Reddit for the week. Um, the lickable screen that creates tastes what? without eating anything. You didn't no. see this?
1: Oh, the snozberries taste like snozberries. What's a
0: snozberry? It doesn't exist, Joe. It's from Willy Wonka. Oh, anyway, <laughs> so some researchers. This is a uh, Japanese, a Japanese invention. Mm. Uh, researchers from Meiji University in Japan. Uh, invented this taste display that can artificially recreate any flavor by triggering all five taste senses on the tongue. This sounds really cool, actually. So, okay, you remember, I remember learning this in school. They were like, this is where you taste salt. This is where you taste bitter. Right, and it's all
1: like fake news.
0: It's like you can taste everything everywhere. It is so fucking fake news. And I remember (laughs) them doing the fucking test. They're like, we're going to put this salt on a Q-tip and then gag you with it. And mm. literally, I, yeah, it was weird. But Arkansas school system sounds uh, interesting. Sketch. Very sketchy. I remember them doing that to us in preschool. They'd be like, we're going to do a taste test. Anyway, so you've got sweet, sour, salty, bitter. And then um, what is there? Okay. And then there's umami, the umami. fifth flavor, which was discovered later on. Right. MSG, um, basically. MSG. Mm-hmm. Um, so this prototype device uh, created by Homiai Miyashita is called the Normaki Synthesizer. And it uses like, okay, so here's how they explain it. You're looking at your LED screen right now. I'm right? looking at it. You're peeping at it. So mm-hmm. that thing's just made of like green, red, and blue dots. And mm-hmm. you're thinking you're seeing colors. You're not. Right. We're I just mean, you are. Yeah. Different versions of those dots being mm-hmm. lit up to mm-hmm. simulate what you're seeing. So this takes; uh, it's got little gel things. Stick it on your tongue, like tweak the settings. You can taste candy. You can make it taste like sushi. Oh my god! I mean, obviously, no calories, and Um, it. This would be so good for weight loss. And it, but you can it simulates the taste. So it's interesting, though. It's it's like mixing paint or something, right? Because if you think about it,
1: like every every food is just a mix. I mean, if you if you disregard texture and temperature and all those other factors like every food is just a different ver. it's like a different configuration of all five tastes right so this makes I sense I guess so it is, yeah. it is like mixing paint
0: exactly I never right. thought about metaphor. it right Um. I, so I read about this on Gizmodo and obviously they go into some of the like details of it there's Science, like color coded gels what's that that uh, you know agar gel a- agar 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 yeah um it's made from like seaweed or something i think so it's what they put in using like you know the things to grow bacteria and shit right 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 uh they like have five of those it's like citric acid for acidic sodium chloride for salty something for bitter something for umami blah 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 mm-hmm. and um you hold it in your hand and it creates like a circuit it's copper and then it bl- it's Blows shit everywhere and you taste <laughs> shit. It blows shit. It doesn't honey, blow shit anywhere. Honey, top 10 tastes I don't want to taste. <laughs> Let me tell you. I do not want to simulate that. You could simulate it though. You could. Um, you absolutely says, could. Right now, the prototype's bulky, but it could be miniaturized like vaping. The vaping. Oh my God. Uh, but it says instead of simulating like smoking, it could be like eating a piece of chocolate or drinking a milkshake. This could totally be like a weight loss aid, I guess. That, well, and I think it would be interesting. It's just like a flavor. I don't know, like a flavor tester. It's like a flavor trip. Well, I guess that too. Aren't you ever just like we've been making a lot of chocolate chip cookies? I've been making Ooh. chocolate chip cookie dough, keeping it in the fridge, and if we want like twenty cookies, I'll bake us you just twenty. Bake cookies. them off. That's the best yeah. way to do it. Um, but what I really need. I don't think my body really needs the sugar, honey. I think I'm addicted to sugar. Oh, honey. And so my body, if I could just tell my body, like, hey, here's the taste. Here's the taste. This is all you need. Maybe I wouldn't by. eat so much sugar, you know. I mean, maybe. But honey, if anyone needs the calories, it's you. Oh yeah, I would. I'm not trying to like not to cut calories or anything, but Joe's trying to trim down sugar. or anything. I need to eat more protein and less sugar and empty carbs for sure. Girl,
1: me. I yeah. I, I had a rice bowl the other day because I I made um I posted to Twitter I made homemade um beef and broccoli stir fry. It was a Serious Eats recipe and it was so fucking good. And for the past like few weeks I've been tr- I've been trying to trim down because I'm a fat bastard who loves food. Um and so I've been I've been logging all of my calories and I didn't realize that rice is just hundreds of empty calories. And the amount of rice that I was ingesting is astronomical. And so I ate most of my, like, 2,000 calories yesterday. Like, half of it was rice. And I was like, oh, this is a problem. So um, the more you know. But the beef and broccoli stir fry was good for me because it had vegetables. Oh, I saw a picture. Yeah. And it was um, low in calorie. So just don't eat fucking rice
0: as much, you stupid bitch. We made a uh, jambalaya with rice. Oh yeah, you told me. How did that um? How did that turn out? It turned out pretty good. Um, we use America's Test Kitchen recipe, but we don't put any of the seafood, so it's only oh, like yeah. the sausage and the chicken. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Yeah, it's good. I don't remember the last time I had jambalaya. I, I
1: haven't had a lot of like Creole or um. Is that the the style of food that jambalaya is? Is that Creole or so. is that is New Orleans Creole? It, probably. I
0: haven't had a lot of um. That type of food because I've, I'm it's a like, dirty northerner. Well, it's interesting because you know how they. I've read things that are like, don't eat dif- two different kinds of meat together. Your body doesn't know what to do. You whatever, honey. And, but it's like every kind of meat is right. It? It's, it's it's a whole like pot beef, of everything. Chicken, seafood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't do. I can't do the seafood though. You know. Oh, honey. Fish and milk. Fish and milk. Uh, What's Justin's opinion on seafood? Does he not like it or did he just not add it because he respects you? You know, I don't know if he didn't add it just for me. I just, I don't trust cooking it. I barely trust cooking chicken. Chicken, (laughs) cooking chicken scares me. Oh, I didn't know that. The germs, the salmonella, Mm. you get it right or you die. You know, I feel like I'm cooking one of those, like, blowfish people eat that, yeah, like, I didn't you realize have to remove you, the liver I did, or whatever. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't realize that when
0: you cook chicken, it's, like, trying to diffuse a bomb. It's terrifying to me. It amps. absolutely—I overcook it all the time. I even use the thermometer, you know, and yeah. I and I like to get it, like, a lot of degrees past what it needs to be.
1: Well, um, just a, a quick little tip for you. If you're afraid of undercooking your chicken, I'd recommend— um, eating more dark meat chicken like chicken thigh because it's way more forgiving um when you overcook it because it has more fat in the meat oh yeah and so it's like it's not it doesn't get nearly as mealy nearly as quickly as when you overcook chicken breast
0: um so there you go hot tip for you we basically only buy chicken thighs if we can Ooh, look at her justin's aunt he likes them so He knows what's up with the chicken. Who knows? But yeah, no. I was just curious if Justin like had a seafood aversion like you, or if he's just you know respecting. I don't think so. Your boundaries. When people keep like seafood in their freezer, that is the worst thing to me. Really? Like I don't want to seafood shame anybody, honey. But like if I open your freezer and there's like shrimp in there, I'm gonna throw up in your freezer. (laughs) Where else would they put the shrimp? I don't. Not in the house. I don't (laughs) want it in the house. Keep it out of the house. You know where you, it's you keep just you keep the triggers. shrimp at the grocery store. That's where you keep it. The smell of it, oh. just the the look of it, the smell. I don't know why. The trauma. I don't know why. The I think trauma. it. Ha- I literally has to do with the fish and milk phase and all the trauma. And the shitty thing is though, fish is like the best fucking meat, and it's right. the one it's, I don't it, eat. There's really good for you. That's why the some people are pescatarians, right. you know, because you're supposed you're a supposed to. Yeah, you're a supposed to. You're a sposa, but um, I can't. Have you tried a therapist? Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> started. <laughs> Every I need month, I got to bring it up. Of, I need all kinds. Like, just add it to the list Honey, at this add point. Add it to the, Penny. the forever long list that keeps on rolling. I want rolling. someone just, like, tie me to Piggy and let him drag me, you know. Drag to you the to hell. Se- <laughs> just, like, attach a note to Piggy's collar, mm-hmm. tie me to Piggy, and just let him drag me through the streets, asking right. if Please a Please help this poor man. Right? I'm mm-hmm. just, you know, I'll take anything. Oh, God. Um. Well, once... Uh, sure. <sighs> um,
1: <laughs> one thing I did want to mention is that um we're 33 minutes into the podcast, so I think it's time for you to tell us your cheese of the week.
0: It's cheese of the week. E. Oh, no i got one okay you actually have one so i guess it was sunday was it sunday, sunday. i don't remember but everyone's like we make our own pizza i don't even oh, remember the oh, last okay. time okay. we do. <laughs> ordering pizza now i i almost can't after well we had, make like, our own pizza Wow. Well, a- <laughs> get your own fist out of your ass after you make your own like cast iron pan pizza Pizza tastes like shit, and mm-hmm. you just realized you're just sucking down the juices. Honey, I love a good pizza juice. I do love a good pizza juice, <laughs> but we decided that we needed... <laughs> shut up. I'm going <laughs> <gonna> to get you. <laughs> don't make me hear myself, okay? I don't okay. want to hear myself. Okay. Anyway, uh, Pizza Hut stuffed crust ch- pizza. Which we we needed barely one. pizza. And so the cheese was the cheese in the crust, which is the cheese of the week. Okay. Cheese in crust, Pizza Hut, Duff Crust, Pizza. It's cheese of the week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and here oh I was thinking, God. Joe discovered
1: a new type Why of Why did cheddar? I become a
0: pretentious pizza person? When did this happen? B- okay, but, but. I need but to you're...
1: self-reflect. So okay, so explain to me: is, is that your favorite? Ch- is Is it something you like or something you don't like? I like it, um, but then it makes
0: me sick. Oh, honey, me. You want to talk it's about literally? You want want to talk about IBS? Pizza Hut is a trigger. <laughs> this is what is wild to me. People, okay, okay, I'm coming here. I am. Where is she? Here, here she is. We're at school. Pretend we went to school together. Okay. I'm gonna say, hey, what's your mom packing your lunchbox? You're gonna say, oh a string cheese mm-hmm. just one one string cheese because one string cheese is enough there's <laughs> one string cheese but you know what we do we fry six of those dip them in marinara and you think you can eat more of them mhm do you know what i mean that it's is string cheese sticks. that is string cheese that's mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. and we when it's in string cheese form we think one is enough when it's fried we think we can have six or eight or eight or 12. <laughs> or 12. And like that's those string cheeses are also what's inside the crust. And exactly. if I start thinking, they're just laid side by side, fucking yeah. folded over with dough. And if I start thinking about that, I start getting real sick. <laughs> at the don't amount think of stuff. But if, if you don't think about it, then you want it. I want it like once every three months. I feel that. Well, I need it. Because
1: stuffed crust is a very divisive topic amongst people. Some people love it. Some people hate it. My roommate and I, we are roommates because we both like stuffed crust. That's one of the things that brought us together. But there's some people out there that think it is the most vile thing on the face of the planet. And honestly, I understand
0: why. Yeah. It's It's literally string cheese in the crust. That's all it is. And once you like put it in the fridge... It actually turns back into, like, a string cheese. You yeah. can open the crust and take mm-hmm. it out and give it to your kids and say, go to school.
1: <laughs> or you, you, save give money. Them a
0: sli- you could just give them a slice of pizza for lunch. Just do that, too. Then they've got, like, the vegetables and the cheese and the dairy. Mm, yeah, exactly. A balanced meal. A frozen Pizza Hut slice. Stuffed crust. Anyway, we make our own pizza. and Which means and... that you could make your own stuffed crust. I'm afraid of that. I just don't want to do that. I feel right. like let's leave the stuff crust to like I don't want to say the professionals, but the let's leave it to like someone, to the, yeah. someone Le- disgusting. Yeah, leave it to the bastardization of pizza. Right, but, but it's listen, still
1: delicious. I'm not shaming Pizza Hut. We all love
0: it. A lot of people think making your own pizza is the most difficult thing, and it's, it's not. So not. It is so no. not. They're like, oh, I'm gonna have to raise the dough. And he's going to have to proof it, do all this shit. Like, you do, but it's like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Right. Like, it's not extensive. You know exactly what's in it. It tastes 10 times better than the crust anywhere else. You can customize it to hell and back. You can
1: put exactly exactly what you want on it. Exactly. You can make it as thin or as thick as you want. You can put exactly what kind of toppings you want. It's a great time to try it.
0: Yeah. It literally takes less time to make our own pizza than it does to get pizza delivered. You know, like, it is so easy and fast. And so you say that you, you, you're you cooking your pizzas in a cast iron skillet. Is that right? Yeah. When we went uh, like thick crust pan pizza, we do it on mm-hmm. our cast irons. But we also gotcha. have a thin crust recipe. I'll just use like the cooking sheets, baking sheets. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I
1: mean, you a lot of people think that in order to make a good pizza at home, you have to have like a, a pizza stone. And yeah. like, absolutely not. Like a pizza stone no. obviously helps. But like if you have a um like a cookie sheet or a, a baking sheet with like a, a little rims, like you can totally make a really good pizza. I, I think people call that grandma pizza. I don't know why they call it that, but I think that's like a, a term for that style of pizza that you make in a, in a sheet pan. And it's delicious. Oh, I've never heard that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I've heard it called grandma pizza before. I don't know why it's called that. Well, cast iron, it works really great. Yeah. You just pour a little oil in it, put your dough in it, put everything on top of it, and it's literally a round personal pizza. Um, how much pizza have you been making? Is it like a weekly occurrence? It's definitely, we try to make it once a week. Like, it's one of our, we try to like cook two meals, eat those leftovers, and then have like a pizza night too. Oh, that's so cute. It works out, like, with stopping, needing to like order food, go out and get food, whatever. Right.
1: So what's the status of DC currently? Are things better or worse or about the same?
0: It's the same. Same, same shit? Oh, I, don't, I don't know the numbers. Mm. Um, but we're I just know like, that when you go out, still, when you do go outside and you see people, oh, like, it's the same level. Like nothing's been lifted, mm-hmm. been extended. Masks everywhere. Mask for mask, has, girl have to wear them inside grocery stores right. and everywhere else is closed. Um, have you had any uh surprise grocery delivery items, or are things pretty on par? You know what? They couldn't find bananas this week, and I was a little suspicious mm. because. Harris Teeter's never been out of bananas, but I also know... Not in my day. Not in my day have I ever seen not a banana in a Harris Teeter. Mm -hmm. But I do understand. I didn't complain about it, obviously. You didn't talk to the manager. Right. I gave him five stars, gave him a great tip. You tried. Um, Right. But I was a little suspicious Mm -hmm. is all I'll say. But that's Mm -hmm. fine. I don't need a banana. I'm alive. Mm -hmm. You can live without the banana. I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. So it's been, I've I've kind of been, Um, you get into your shopper's head, okay? That's Ooh. the trick. Oh. You have to learn to think. Like, okay, when you go to the grocery store, you know who you are. You know what you're more likely to get. You're more likely to get this brand of cheese. And if it's not available, this is the thing you're going to substitute it with, you know? Right, because you are that's different for you. everybody. Right. Different people are going to be like, oh, if they don't have this... I might as well buy this, more expensive, mm. something or other. People have different substitutions. Right. Um, so I've been, I've been, you know, writing like, hey, if they don't have this, you can add little notes. Mm-hmm. And some things just don't show up on the Instacart site. So I've been like, just get the biggest bag of frozen blueberries available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it works. And uh, most of the time, a couple of times, the shopper's been like, thank you so much for these notes. by all your items. It makes it so much easier. You know, and then the other ones are like, "I hate reading. Please stop." Well, I've had—I've really only had good experiences aside from the. Well, what did I get? Tartar sauce. sauce. Aside from that, and that's just because it triggered. And that your, was just, you know, it triggered fish. It triggered fish for you.
1: It was a fish trigger. It was a f- fish trigger. It's a fish Girl. trigger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm fragile, honey.
1: Oh, you're so
0: fragile. I'm fragile. I'm demure.
1: What did you do? Did you end up giving away <laughs> that? Like, where is the tartar sauce? It's
0: in the fucking fridge. I don't, it hasn't been unsealed or anything. I just, why is it, it taking it. up space in your fridge? Where else am I supposed to put it? In the, what do you want me to it, leave it out on the sidewalk with a take me sign? Yes. What do you want me to do with this tartar sauce? It's sealed. It's so, it's so, it's probably pasteurized. So it gets probably shelf stable. I mean, I know it is, but what do I do? How do I give away tartar sauce in a pandemic? Throw it out the window. I don't know. That's pollution. Someone will pick it up. It's free tartar sauce. Someone wants it. I, you know.
1: If anyone listening would blossom. like some free tartar sauce, please email the show at gmail.com.
0: I'll let you know where I leave it, but I'm not meeting you. Ooh, it could be a fun scavenger hunt for something that isn't worth scavenging for. I mean, if you like that kind of thing and you think that's fun, that's More fine. power to you. More power to you. <laughs> I'm not hiding it, though. I'll throw it in a fountain and tell you I hid it. But... I don't, I, don't, I, just, not, I don't know what to do with this tartar sauce. Other than, I don't know, is there a recipe I can use where it doesn't taste like tartar sauce? I can't even imagine not. a recipe that uses tartar sauce. Because like a tartar sauce is like, it, I think it has like a,
1: a, probably a mayonnaise base with dill and chopped like pickles
0: in it. What is tartar what sauce? What is tartar a, sauce? I found a lot of recipes like making it composed of mayonnaise and capers. Capers. What are capers? Is that fish? Capers are baby olives. Oh. Kind of. Are, are They're related to olives, I believe. Can be enhanced with gherkins. Yeah, lemon those juice, are pickles, right? Gherkins, dills, parsley. Most often used on seafood, such as, what is this? A clam strip? What is a <coughs> clam strip? Honey, if anyone here has a clam strip, it's you. No, it is You need to get it looked not. at. New England, what are you cooking? that's what it says (laughs) fried clams are an iconic food to new england says it's to new england what barbecue is to the south get your shit together new england just because it lives in the ocean doesn't mean you don't have to eat it yeah you could have it as a pet
1: or you just leave it the fuck be
0: that too i don't know
1: i i used to love clams and then i got like 700 really sandy clams and i was like this
0: isn't worth my time anyway that's my story they just shit on themselves don't they I I, I am 100% for spreading fake news about clams and shrimp. Joe is going to start a Russian propaganda
1: news network only about (laughs) seafood. Shrimp poop themselves.
0: And like, leave it in the... You just suck out that poop, sweetie. Honey, haven't you? Why are you judging them? I only did it once in in the past year. Okay, I was going to say, in your life, we've talked about (laughs) this. In the past year. I think you have the record currently. For pooping this year? Yes. Pooping yourself this year. What month is it? May? Oh, we're Mm -hmm. half done through the year. Right. You see, you're doing good. This has been the worst Worst fucking year. (laughs) I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Anyway. (sighs) Well, good cheese of the week. It's cheese of the week. (laughs) Clams. Being pretentious about pizza.
1: (laughs) You know, I I don't think I would ever want to make a stuffed crust pizza myself. I feel like I agree with you because then I would realize how much God forsaken cheese is in the crust it's and it gross. would probably freak me out. Yeah, it's disgusting. I don't blame you, girl. I don't
0: blame you. But you gotta drop your pizza recipe. Maybe we could put it in the Patreon or something. Oh yeah. Well actually, I'll tell you what to Google. Ooh, okay. So it's on it's one of the King Arthur ones. Um I think you
1: mentioned this.
0: Yeah, just Google King Arthur No Need Deep Dish Pizza. I need it. Um Like Mm -hmm. K-N-E-A-D, just to bring it together a little more than it says to. Mm -hmm. Um, But it says, I mean, it says use pizza flour, blend dough. Don't use pizza flour, blend dough. Just use all-purpose flour. Do you know what I mean? AP AP works. You don't need, and it says a tablespoon of pizza dough flavor. You don't need to fucking add pizza dough flavor. Pizza dough flavor is bread. Just use all-purpose flour for it. Do what it says. It says the first rise for like 30 minutes. I do 20. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, she's cutting all the corners. Well, you can make a pizza. Like, y- I don't know. Just you. You don't. If you live in Alaska and it's super cold in your house, maybe let it raise rise a little longer. You mm. know. But you can get away with a lot of things. It's just pizza. It's not. And you're cooking it for yourself. It's not like right. you're. How bougie it for the do you queen. want this
1: crust to be? Like eighty percent of everything you're gonna be tasting is the toppings anyway. Yeah.
0: It's it it and it's honestly it's like a focaccia bread recipe basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, focaccia is um, so
1: good. It is. It Ugh. is. Well, when is your um uh quarantine cookbook coming out? I should do it. I've been making my bowl
0: to hole chocolate chip cookies, honey. From your like, bowl to my hole, multiple times a week. Anyway, anyway. Ugh, now I want chocolate chip cookies. Things? Fuck you. I mean, yeah, I, I can make you some. Okay, send them to me. Okay. You know? Um, I yeah, I think we're ready for our favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. You go first. I'll go first. Yeah, I had to talk about cheese (laughs) (laughs) and clams. You you had to. I had to. You had to talk about cheese. wanted it. Delicate.
1: Yeah, it's it's the content people ask for. Exactly. Um, So get ready for me to complain. Are you ready? I'm always ready. Um, We love complaining on the podcast. So about, oh God, how long has it been? Three months. When did quarantine start? When did this whole pandemic start? Beginning of March? I don't know. Probably. And we're almost at I, the end. We're almost yeah. to the beginning of June. So all of March, all of April, all of May. Three months ago. Three months ago, I bought a new car. Um, oh, yeah. And right when I bought it, the pandemic started and the courthouse in here in Missoula County shut down. And so I was unable to, um, get license plates, registration, or transfer the title into my name. And so I have had this car that I paid for just sitting in my goddamn parking lot for three months, waiting for the courthouse to open back up or waiting for them to implement like a an online thing and whatnot. And so I was waiting and waiting and talking to people and waiting. Well finally I I had to like get a bunch of paperwork together. I was talking to this guy online that worked at the courthouse, not like a random guy on Grindr. I was talking to a guy that worked at the courthouse that was talking to me remotely and he walked me through everything and he was super nice about it. Car stuff is really complicated and I've never done any of this before. And so he like was very kind and walked me through absolutely everything that needed to be signed by who and what and I needed to sign stuff and the previous owner needed to sign stuff. But the the main holdup was I needed to get something notarized And usually, I mean, I haven't had to get something notarized in years. Usually I would go down to our public library. I feel like most public libraries in the U.S. have like a free notary service. Um, Well, the problem is during a pandemic, a bunch of like public things are shut down. And so I wasn't able to get this thing notarized, which kind of put a damper on all the progress that I was making on getting this car in my name and et cetera. And so finally, things are in, in Missoula and Montana are starting to open up and have been starting to open up for like the past few weeks. And so I was like, OK, I need to find someone who can notarize this document. And apparently you can get stuff notarized online, but it's like $50. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay $50 to get something notarized. Like, fuck yeah. you, I'm cheap. And so I tried to get in contact with the public library and they're still closed. So I was like, OK, what else can I do? I tried to get in, in touch with the, the courthouse and see if they were still closed. They're still closed. I um, tried to get in touch with my credit union. They said they only do notaries online um, and you, it costs $50. And I was like, no. Then I realized that my aunt, who's a lawyer, also is a notary. So I was like, I have a notary in the family. So I wow. text her and she leaves me on red. Well, obviously, That's family. <sighs> yeah. And I would leave me on red too. So then fifth option, I was like, apparently they do notary services at the UPS store. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to call them and ask them, you know, because who knows what business hours are, if places are open or half open. So I call them and I'm talking to this guy and I'm like, hey, I'm just inquiring if you guys are doing, you know, notary services during the pandemic. And he was like, during all of the pandemic, and I was like, no, just like this week, like we're still in the pandemic. And he's like, well, let me check. Oh, it looks like that we have three notaries on staff right now. And he was like such a dick about it. And I was like, wow. well, I've talked, I've, I called this. year my fifth option. Like I've called four other places and I'm landing on the UPS store and he's, and he thinks that like everyone's doing fucking notarizations. It's like, no bitch. You're like one of the only places in town where I can get something notarized in person. And so he was rude. But then I went in and got this thing notarized. And the the guy that was, I mean, he had a face mask on, but he was probably hot. I mean, he was really nice. And he got it notarized. And I finally submitted all of my stuff and put it in the in the drop box next to the, the county courthouse. And, and now it's out of my hands. And I should be getting my all my information and my plates and stuff within two to four more weeks. So maybe by the end of June, I'll be able to, you know, Wait. drive this, this car.
0: What was your favorite thing?
1: Oh, my favorite thing is, oh, complaining.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite oh thing this week is, is having
1: all of this paperwork done for this car that I haven't been able to drive for three months. Oh, okay. It's out That's of my good. hands now. Everything that needed to get done is done. And now I just have to wait on the county. It's like, I don't, it's not. I was waiting for a twist. The twist is,
0: it's I out mean, of my hands now. Justin has to get things notarized sometimes for, uh, like, condo board stuff. Oh, I love a condo. Um, But there's just, like, notary places. You don't ever fucking see them in cities. Like, you don't notice them, but they're everywhere. Every block has a notary on it.
1: Well, I mean, they're important, I guess. But, like, is it one of those things where you don't realize that they exist until you know they exist and
0: then you see them everywhere? Yeah, kind of. It really is. Like, there's one near the Harris Teeter, I think. Just never notice it. Girl, I mean, I don't, like, I, I don't really understand what they are. Like, I do. It's someone who's, like, correct me if I'm wrong. It's someone who's just, like, a witness. And they're like, I'm qualified to be a witness. I think and so. And to say yeah. that you signed this.
1: Yeah, you sign this and you agree to the information on this document and you're not signing under duress and you're a sound mind and you are who you say you are. Like when you go in, you have to prove who you are on the piece of paper. You have to bring like a a form of photo ID. So it's a way of like witnessing that this person did sign this and they are who they said they are and they aren't under any influence. And yeah, It's like an official statement. And and it makes sense because yeah, you get ha- paid for that. Right. And I think is, at the UPS store, I only had to pay $10. I don't oh, have to pay $50. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it would have been better because, um, I mean, if, if we weren't in a pandemic, I wouldn't have had a problem because usually I get things notarized at our local public library and it's free, but just because of the whole situation that we're in right now, that's why it was such a goddamn hassle. Um, but yeah. And the thing that we had to get notarized was like a power of attorney for the registration of the car. Cause it's like this huge thing. Um, so anyway, favorite thing this week is, besides me complaining about something stupid for five minutes, is me having all my paperwork done for my car. And now I just got to wait. And then
0: I should, ever, I'll be able to fucking drive it. God forbid. Oh, well, congratulations. So I can't wait to drive it off a bridge. Where's the, is the battery still working?
1: A lot of um, people's batteries have died. Yeah, a lot of people's batteries have died. I have a a little charger that I, I keep charging mm. on my battery, but my battery isn't very good. Um, so I'm going to get a new battery for it after all this is over. And I'm ready to drive it again.
0: Anyways, I got to tell you, I am so glad I don't have to deal with car stuff. Girl, I don't blame you. Car
1: stuff it is, is a pain in the ass. The you have to deal with registration and licensing and insurance.
0: And it's like, a whole goddamn thing. I was one of those spoiled people who like my dad did all of this shit. Oh, until yeah. I this was is, like 25. Is, yeah. Same. This is me right now.
1: I'm a spoiled piece of shit. And like, this is my first car that it's all under me. I'm paying for everything. I oh, so, honey. The car's in my name instead of my parents' I got name. out of there
0: before I had to deal with that. Yeah, you bounced before you had to deal with it, and that was wise. I said, no, ma'am. I am not doing that. It is so hard to, like, just be without Being. having to sign, like, two bajillion papers. Right. Also, I can't
1: imagine having a car... Like, owning a car, having to pay the insurance and the license and registration for a car in a big city. Well, then you oh. have to find a damn parking spot. Right. There are no and parking the, spots where we are. Like, do you want me to have a panic attack? Tell me to park yeah. in a big city. Oh, my I'll God. I'll have a fucking, I'll have a come apart. You'll have a what? A come
0: apart. I've never heard that. Honey, I'm having a come apart. That's probably, uh, probably a, a Montana Northern thing. It sounds like it. Honey, I'm having a come apart. I was just I'm, say... I'm having a fit. I'm having a fit. I'm I'm fussy. having a fit. Anyway, what's your well, favorite thing? Uh, my favorite thing is a show. With, um, with Sam and Joe? No. Ugh, no. <laughs> it is... Uh, <laughs> Absolutely not. It's uh, hosted by someone I've talked about before, Sarah Beanie. She's a UK presenter. She does house remodeling shows. The show I've talked about before was called Selling Houses with Sarah Beanie. Oh, that's right. And she... She's extremely British. She does not want to offend anybody, but... She, Prim and proper. But her, the way she says things and the expression on her face can cut you in half. It's like backhanded. Like, well, it's like so UK passive aggressive. Oh, I love that. Uh, but anyway, they took down Selling Houses with Beanie from American Netflix. I was wanting to rewatch it the other day just because I love it so much. Uh, But on Amazon Prime, they have another one of her shows called Double Your House for Half the Money with Sarah B. And basically what she does is she documents like two families in each episode trying to, like it would it would cost them double to buy a new house with all the room they need, but instead they're going to spend half of that and build onto Remodel. their existing house. Exactly. Um, and she tries to help them along the way. She's like, you know they usually have a plan before she comes in but then she's like you should think about moving this year and this year cuz you know she's been doing it her whole life and she knows what's up she knows exactly what's up um and it is so funny because they i would say 95% of the time don't take her advice and it's always a mistake <laughs> she always. knows she knows and they always. won't take it um there was this one family, they were renovating their house. It was an old Victorian house. It was on this really steep hill. They had two really young children. And she just kept being like, you have to address this hill. She would call it, she called it a death trap for oh the children. God. She was like, you have to do something about this, blah, blah, blah. She, she gave was them like, she gave them an amazing plan where they could have had like a patio in their master bedroom, all of this stuff to fix it. And they were like, no, we're going to do our shit instead. Wow, and she, every time she like she would do these, she does these one on ones with the cameras, and she's just like, "I'm not sure that's the best decision to not address, <laughs> not address the death the trap in their way yard to like but shit on them." Yes, she just like goes for. I love her. I and love that she wears a different fitted jacket in every scene. She's got so many fitted jackets; it's like a thing on Did the you internet. Tell me that
1: she. Did did she have fitted jackets in the other series
0: too that you were talking yes, about? Yes. Like Cuz I remember thing. you mentioning
1: this specifically about her.
0: It she never will never take off her jacket when she comes in your house. She's always going to wear it. I'm not I it might be you know her top. I don't know if she has anything on under the jacket. Mm. But it's like a fitted jacket. She's got leather ones, she's got regular fabric ones, denim ones. She doesn't ones, have any other clothes. Khaki ones. I mean, the amount of variety of these jackets is mind blowing. <laughs> um, I think this series is from 2002, so it's okay, so you know it's a, it's a, a decade old. old. Uh Let's see, double your house, half the money, Sarah Beanie. I'm pretty sure this one is, uh yeah, 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like six episodes or something. I don't think there's a season two. Oh my God, there is. Well, <laughs> they only have season one on. Amazon, but wow. Google's telling me right now there are multiple seasons. It's saying, well, girl, season three, it's time to it's go a nine. No kidding. I, I love it. Like, I cannot get enough of Sarah Beanie's sass. It's the most British, relaxing, but also like cutthroat. Right. Can cut you down with a look. I love honey. that. Ugh. It's so good.
1: Well, here's my question
0: for you Whatever happened with you and your jean jackets? Are you still in that phase you know or is that over? I was in a phase for about a week with Mm -hmm. jean jackets, bought like two or three of them. They're in the closet. Honey. I just, I realized I don't look good in them is the issue. I'm sure you look great. I don't. See, that's the thing though. I don't. They all are kind of ill fitting. I don't, I can't really pull off the, so I've got a small head. The issue with my head is the face. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Here we my, go. My head is tiny, but the whole thing is face. And so my Funny. face is huge, but my actual head is tiny. And so mm. when you put like an oversized jean jacket on me, I look, it looks like a rat in a jacket. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It looks like if you put a, a jacket on a rat, mm-hmm. on a hairless rat. Love that. Oh, absolutely. Beautiful so image I, in my mind. You know, I have a lot of pins,
1: though. I got to figure out what to do with them. I don't know, but- Pin, put all the pins on the um, tartar sauce. Maybe it'll Ugh. make it more appealing for people to pick up. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Put a well, pin also, in it. also, it's summer, so, like, now is not the time to be wearing jean jackets. No, that's true. It's, like, 80 degrees and humid already. I hate it. Well, if anyone has a walk-in freezer that Joe can borrow, please email us, theshowsamandjoe gmail.com.
0: I would love to get married in your walk-in freezer. Ugh. See, that's what we need. We need a show...
1: It's a wedding show, and it's about someone, p- like, helping people plan weddings, only at the end of every episode, that convince them somehow to perform the wedding in a random walk-in freezer.
0: Here's the situation, though. We want to get married, like, somewhere public, so we can go back to it. Like, we're mm. not getting, we're not going to hold a ceremony. We're just going to go there. To have, like, officiate. a special place. Right. Officiate ourselves, and then leave. And right. it's because, <laughs> you know, like, we're we want to visit that place again. Right. Whereas we're probably not going to live in this condo forever. Right, exactly. Anyway. Well, good favorite things. Good podcast. Good favorite things. Good podcast. Also, we will have a bonus episode this week. Thank you guys Mm -hmm. so much for listening. And to all of the wonderful Patreon patrons, because y'all will be getting the bonus episode. Uh, Otherwise, we will see the rest of y'all next week with a regular episode. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you to Allison B, Andrew G, Ashley E, Ben B, Brat D, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Chris K, Chris M, Christopher C, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Devoy C, Erica V. Feliciano D, James P,
1: John H, Joshua R, Julian S, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Manny G, Marion J, Matthew B, Maurice W, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo S, Rebecca E, Rose G, Sandra P, Scott A, Tristan T, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on
0: The, the Show! Show.